check who's on the track next. Never half step like. Hello, everybody. What's up? It's Ronnie B. Pro 17 Podcast Live. Once again, we are here on a beautiful Monday. Uh, 80 degrees in SoCal. Gotta love it. It's one of the few things we have out here that's worth actually championing and being happy about sometimes. But uh, we are blessed to be alive and enjoying the beautiful sunshine. Happy spring to everybody. Spring is officially here. Get your gardens going. We're going to get that going over here at our house. Kind of late on that. But we will get it done this week. I promise. Right, babe? Sorry. <laughs> All right. So uh, thanks for checking out the uh, show here today. We are going to be on the live uh, on Spotify, audio only, iHeartMusic, Google Podcast, etc. We are also on Cloud Hub for the video, YouTube, Twitch, DLive, Twitter, Facebook, and other streaming platforms. Um, by the way, check out the new merch we got up at the pro17.com slash merch shop. Got some new looks right here. Got some more coming up today as well. We're doing a complete overhaul of the system and of the merch store. So be sure to check that out if you're watching this on replay. Uh, we're going to talk about several things today. Got a lot about it. We'll see how long and how many things I can get into. But I have a bunch of stuff listed and we'll see if I have time to get into everything. Uh, I want to start it off uh, with the Leah Thomas story. A lot going on with that. And again, I, I, sometimes on Monday, I'm a little bit late with the stories. And that's only because I, I uh, you know, didn't do anything on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I had to catch up and give my two cents on stuff. So Leah Thomas, we're going to talk about that and how the women and feminists are finally over it and stepping up. And it's something that I've been kind of like wondering where y'all at, all these feminists and stuff. You need to be out here standing up for your rights. And then uh, I got some video and, and some stories about Leah Thomas and uh, some feminists that are finally standing up for their rights and standing up for biological women as they should be. Uh, I want to talk about some uh, some transgender indoctrination and the chilling truth of the story that I saw on Blaze is incredible. Uh, it's going to talk about some of the things in regard to children that are going to these public education schools and camps and after school programs or whatever, and you're going to see the the evil behind it and 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 the just to, just a plain indoctrination. This is not the news that I it's not like I haven't covered this before, but there's a new story in the news that I want to talk about regarding that. I want to talk about Hunter Laptop scandal. You know, that that's back in the news again as of this past weekend. You know, Hunter Biden's laptop was known to be true. Again, check the Pro 17 archives for that. I got extensive videos on that. Um, you know, basically cost Trump the election here in 2020 the fake news and all that stuff. But uh, Glenn Greenwald had some great stuff to say about it. And he goes out and slaps all these mainstream media pundits and, and organizations right out of the water. So I want to cover some of that stuff that he said there and uh, just remind everybody, you know, to, to stop watching this uh, state run media outlets. I also want to talk about ESPN being a fraud. They're talking about the don't say gay bill and they were protesting again. I mean, you know, after, after a week or so or two of this, we've already known that this is a fake story. But again, ESPN is part of Disney, and we'll get into that in a second. But yeah, they, they were protesting on the air for the college tournament. Uh, we're talking about Babylon B getting suspended from Twitter. <laughs> Satire is the new truth now, man. You know, you can't even crack jokes anymore about these leftists. They have no sense of humor, so they're gonna Twitter's gonna get all in their feelings or whatever. And uh, you know, when you when you can't make a joke about a, a somebody that looks like the Penguin, like Rachel Levine, on Twitter. Because they're going to call that hate speech. So we're going to get into that. And if I have time, I want to talk about the evil leftists that are wishing uh, Supreme Court 
Justice Clarence Thomas, uh, they're wishing his death, basically. He went to the hospital over the weekend for a flu or something, but he seems to be okay. But it's just crazy just talking about the Babylon Bee story on Twitter and, and, and them getting deleted about making a joke. There's plenty of people wishing for the death of a African-American Supreme Court justice, by the way, when there's a... <laughs> When there's people right now championing this new girl that's uh, being her having her confirmation hearing right now as we speak to become a the first black woman in the Supreme Court, um, and they're worried about uh, you know them, uh, the 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 Republican GOP attacking her and stuff like that, but they don't seem to care about Clarence Thomas, who was the first, well, not the first, but you know the the most current African American, but. But as a conservative, they, they can wish for his death, and there's no problem with that. You don't get deleted from Twitter. You don't get your account suspended or anything like that because, you know, uh, Twitter's run by a leftist organization. So that's where we are. So thanks for checking out the video. Let's get into the, the meat of the story here to start it off. So we're going to talk about Leah Thomas and the Leah Thomas overload. Right now, I think uh, it's coming to the mainstream media to a point where it's just everybody's just starting to see the ridiculousness of the whole story. Uh, except for the really far left college students that don't seem to think that there's anything wrong with a man with testicles swimming and dominating the women's uh, 500 meter swim matching and all that kind of stuff. So over the weekend we had a, the championship NCAA championships and Leah Thomas actually ended up getting first place in the 500, which we expected, but she was also entered into the uh, 200 meter and the 100 meter but didn't win those, got fifth. And I think that was intentional. I think he tried to like lose on purpose or something because he could have easily smoked them. But uh, for some reason, he didn't do that. But there was a lot of backlash and a lot of, you know, uh, protests from feminists and other women that disagree with this man racing against women, as they should. I think everybody should. You know, and again, I, I was always wondering where the parents are at, where are the fathers at of these girls that are also on these swim teams. That you know, you got your you got your daughter in the locker room with this guy. You know, he does still have a penis, by the way. Okay, uh, you see some of the pictures of him um, in the swimming pool and stuff. I think uh, NBC, which I didn't have time to get that picture of, but I did see it online. NBC had a picture of of him in the pool, and they and they like photoshopped his face and stuff to make it look all girly and smooth. And then somebody put the side by side picture of the actual real picture of this dude's face, and it looks all beat up and and rough and <laughs> stuff like that. So. Again, they're trying to carry water for this person because that's part of the agenda. You know, they want to—they're—they're behind this movement, this transgender movement and the LGBTQ movement. And uh, you know, to a certain extent, we always said that this was a slippery slope from the beginning, and 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 you know, with the gay marriage thing. But hey, do you? We always said, go ahead and do you. But this is where we're at today. So let's look at this uh, story here. This was actually a little bit old. This is going to kind of lead us into the next one regarding Leah Thomas. So this happened. Um, I believe this was this was not the championship match, but this was a this was uh, I think the one before, like on Thursday, uh, one of the qualifying match. And uh, you have some women there now that are really getting upset with Leah Thomas's activity here. So uh, this video went viral, and they actually took down the tweet. But this lady here said to somebody in the audience that was arguing with her about the situation of Leah Thomas being a man, and she said. <laughs> She goes, you know, because uh, because the guy told her, hey, like, hey, well, are you a biologist? How are you to say who was a woman? And she's like, well, I'm not a vet, but I know what a dog is, right? <laughs> That's exactly truth. Okay, they always do that. They always try to say some stuff like, hey, well, you're not a doctor, so how do you know what what COVID is or whatever? It's like, cause I can look at data and I can look look at statistics. Okay, 
and I can look at risk reward ratios. All right. You know, you, like you said, you don't have to be a vet to know what a dog is. You don't have to be a biologist to see that man's penis through his uh, female bathing suit. Okay. <laughs> you can see the lump in his pants. So let's read some of the story here. And I'm going to play that video and then I'm going to get on to the next one really quick. So this, this is a picture. This is the lady right here in the picture there that was uh, arguing with the guy or that gentleman down there. Um, because uh, he might as well have said, don't let your lying, lying eyes deceive you. Because again, you know, you can't, you can't use your own eyeballs. It, you know, it, you're looking at something and they, they, I swear, man, these leftovers are the ones that are like two plus two equals five. And they're going to keep beating you over the head with it until you actually admit that it's five, like, you know, 1984. Uh, but don't let your lying eyes deceive you because the proof is right there in front of a decidedly woke man and a refreshingly unwoke woman who were seen on video arguing in the bleachers about transgender swimmer Leah Thomas, a biological man who identifies as a female who was at that very moment in the process of destroying competition of the NCAA Women's Swimming Championships Thursday. So uh, let's get, just get down to the video right here, and you can watch it for yourself. And it's kind of funny. Uh, there's going to be a little bit of noise in the background in the swimming, but just uh, try to listen through that, and uh, you'll hear what the argument that they have to say here. Are you saying you think that his body is the same as the other girls in the pool? Everybody is different. Are you saying he doesn't have male hormones? So do you think that you know everything about Are you saying he doesn't have male hormones? I'm not. I'm not. I, don't think, I don't think that she... Twisting words, and you have neither. Oh, actually, let me ask you. Let me ask you. Can I ask you? Does he have no? I'm a woman. That is not a woman. Are you? Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Do you have ovaries? Can I ask you a question? 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 <laughs> so there you go. She's, she's like, you know, can I ask you a question? Are you a biologist? She's like, no, but if I'm not, but I'm not a vet, but I know what a dog is. And I, and you know, and I'm not an astrophysicist, but I know what space is. And then he continues to go on and say, Hey, well, uh, can we talk about it? I'd love to have an open conversation with you, but are you a biologist? No, these, these, these college kids are just repeating the, the talking points from their gender study professors. And, uh, she goes ahead and rips them in. And I think this same lady is in this next clip that I got here from the blaze. Uh, this is where I wanted to get to when I'm talking about the Leah Thomas overdone. So that, you know, the Democrats don't care about women and girls. Feminist, feminists protesting Leah Thomas say they are dis disenfranchised from the Democrat party. This is something that is going on. And it's, it's opening a lot of people's eyes. A lot of people are getting red pilled by just the foolishness of the left. You look at people like Bill Maher, right? Uh, you had Dave Rubin, who has a whole another scandal going on right now, which I'm not going to get into today. But uh, you look at them back in the day with with uh, Larry Elder, where he got him red pilled. I mean, you just see it all across the board now. Um, Russell Brand, by the way, too. Did you guys hear about that? Russell Brand is a typical leftist. And now he is being uh, attacked by other leftists 
by saying that he now he's a Joe Rogan and, and he's peddling like conspiracy theory because he's actually has common sense. He's a very intelligent man that sees things and sees truth and speaks the truth. And now all of a sudden he's a conspiracy theorist. You see, the minute that you step out of line, they're quick to shun you. It's a cult, man. It's a cult. Don't agree with what they say and you're out. All right. They don't allow you to have any dissident that you cannot have any questions. You cannot question the narrative, alternate opinion, or what, maybe, or what if, uh, this and that. Oh, no, you're out of here. Sorry. Same thing happened to Joe Rogan, Russell Brand, et cetera. So you're seeing that happen across the world now, across the United States, as far as Democrats are concerned. Um, I've said in other videos, too, that when you, when you see um, a lot of these Democrats would never want to vote Republican. They just can't do it. Like, even though they know that the policies that the people on the Democrat left are trying to, to to push out in the mainstream, even though they know that they don't agree with these policies and it's going to actually have a, a adverse reaction to their lifestyle and their wallet and their bank account and, the, and, the, and just the social repercussions of things like this, this transgender movement and LGBTQ stuff for your kids in elementary school, K through three and all that kind of stuff from the don't say gay bill. These people still just so they, that's just so that they won't, you know, vote Republican. They'll still stand by that. So, um, but, but you see here on this, on this next story that I'm about to bring up here that actually is, you're starting to see a little bit of difference in that. Some people are actually coming around. So let's get into the, to the actual story. Um, so yeah, there's feminist protests over there at the Leah Thomas event. Uh, so a group of feminists staged a demonstration outside the women's NCAA swimming championships to protest transgender swimmer Leah Thomas from the University of Penn competing against biological women. Many of the feminists noted that they had been supporters of the Democratic Party. However, they felt betrayed since they believe the Democrats have abandoned women and girls. Well, they have, haven't they? Check the Pro 17 archives. I'm telling you, where's the feminist at? The, the 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 victim hierarchy now is LGBTQ plus whatever ABCDEFG alphabet mafia. If you're part of that, if you're part of that group that uh, victimized quote unquote marginalized group, you get to the front of the line, sir. It's like the fast pass at Magic Mountain. You get to jump right to the front, and uh, women are being, uh, you know, uh, are, are are now a uh, victimized group in reality because they can't compete with the LGBTQ. Um, so save women sports, a coalition that fights to preserve sex-based eligibility for female sports, organized a protest outside Georgia Tech's athletic center in Atlanta. Uh, Amy Isuza, self-proclaimed, uh, engaged embodiment expert and radical feminist voice her displeasure with the democratic party. And I'm not going to read too much of this because she says it in the video here. Let's watch the video and see what they were talking about. It's pretty interesting. Check it out. I don't care what surgeries they have. I don't care what they inject into their bloodstream. They don't belong in women's sports. I was historically liberal. I mean, I'm a walk away Democrat. I am a lifelong registered Democrat 
who ultimately feels politically homeless. Um, it really started maybe right before Biden, but um, ultimately with the whole Biden election, I began to feel more and more disenfranchised from Democrats. I would say I'm politically homeless now because I don't think the Democrats care about women and girls. The Democrats are not even acknowledging women as a sex class now. Now. Okay, I just want to stop it right there. So you see what they're saying, right? So they they understood even before Biden was elected into office in 2020, they knew already what was going on, and they understood like, eh, I really don't like Biden, but I can't vote for Trump. I'm a never Trumper, you know. I can never be uh, in the same category with these MAGA idiots. That's what they think, right? And now look at you. Now look at you. Even though you didn't even really have any legitimate argument other than what was fed to you, spoon-fed to you, mind you, by the mainstream media, you had no real reason if you looked at policy. The guy was brash. The guy was harsh when it came to his adversaries. But what else do you want from a president of the United States? The guy is a boss. He's an alpha. Look at, look at Putin right now. Look at all this stuff going on across and, and, and regarding foreign policy and the way Biden's administration is handling things. And none of this stuff happened under Trump, did it? Okay. Now, now you don't like him because you think, and a lot of Democrats, like, again, think on the basis of feelings instead of the actual facts and legislation that gets put on the books. So what do they do? They want to vote with their heart instead of their mind and their brain. Okay. So because you don't think that Donald Trump should have been your Boy Scout leader or your church pastor, that you're going to vote for this guy that you knew was a communist? Well, at least, you know, he, he was a Trojan horse for these socialist communists that are coming into the, into the White House. You knew that at the, at the bare minimum. You knew that. But you did it anyway. So now you're, so now you're upset about it, as you should be. And I hope this is eye-opener. But you can see even here in that last couple seconds of that clip that they even said well now i'm politically homeless because you know they're never going to identify as a conservative republican which is true they're probably not but the democrat party has moved so far left that the people that are traditional liberals are now considered almost damn near conservative men can have babies men need abortion it's no longer even a women's issue what's your gender <laughs> when Biden came out in the first days of his presidency with his executive order, which replaced the category of sex at the federal level with the category of gender identity, um, I, I, it was just, it was a slap in the face. And, and from that moment, I, I really haven't known how to categorize myself. Um, that's why I decided I cannot be a part of this party anymore that doesn't even recognize my sex class. Our lifelong physical developmental process can't be reduced to a fixed identity. I do work that supports women and girls' right to um, sex-based provisions like um, single-sex spaces, single-sex sports, um, single-sex prisons, single-sex uh, rape crisis shelters. That's why I had to switch parties, even though I don't necessarily agree with a lot Republicans do as well. I, I have a radical feminist analysis in my background, but I don't like to identify myself as anything. Kids are being taught that they have to trust what the strange man tells them about, about himself himself no, no, before no, they're allowed no. to trust their else. I know a lot of historically liberal people, uh, especially parents, who have felt like they needed to walk away from the Democratic Party. And I, I don't know who they're going to be voting for in the new, next elections. Same. 
There you go. So look, are we sure it's these, you know, disaffected women, man, these di disaffected feminists. Now I'm not exactly a feminist. I don't really believe in the feminist ideology in the sense that like, you know, they don't need a man and, and whatever, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, we're equal. Men and women are equal, but we have different roles. That's the thing that feminists don't always seem to, you know, want to agree with. Um, but in this case, you can tell that, look, they're, they're just over it. They have to, they, this one girl in the black hair now is a registered Republican. And she said, like, just like I say, like, you know, you know, the, I don't agree with all the things the Republicans do, especially the, the establishment Republicans. You know, uh, they're not the greatest, but I mean, you know, the left is absolutely insane and crazy. You know, and straight degenerate. I mean, it, it took this kind of a situation with Leah Thomas and the transgender stuff where where you have women having to deal with a men in their locker room getting dressed naked. I mean, I don't think you guys really understand or really thought about the, the depth of that, how ridiculous that is. You know, uh, and when you have to deal with that, and I would never deal with that if I was a father of a daughter or one of my kids was in swims or any sport, you know. Even if it was the other way around, where it was like, okay, I have a daughter and she wanted to play football, and now she's gonna go get tackled by a bunch of boys and stuff. It's like, does it, so? So does that make me like a sexist or a misogynist because I don't think that a, a a woman or a girl can compete in a football arena with tackle football with like boys and stuff and getting slammed and, and stuff like that? No, that actually shows that I care about women and females which is exactly the reason why we shouldn't have this man in the locker room changing with them and, 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 and taking spots in the, in the swimming championships away from other women. Um, I want to play this next little video. This is from the same girl. I think that was in the first clip where she actually battles this, this transgender guy that wants to identify, uh, about when, uh, I guess the guy, it looks like a man in a wig and, uh, she tells him, uh, as a mother, not to use women's spaces and heated conversation. This was pretty interesting, but yeah, you see the guy on the left, that's a man in a wig. And, uh, you see the lady on the right with the blonde hair. That was the one that was earlier in the stands talking to the Asian gentleman. And let's watch the video. It was pretty fun. I got a laugh out of this one. On the basis of the comfort and dignity of girls and women, I'm asking you, telling you, please do not use women's spaces. My it girls, makes them feel uncomfortable. My girls and the other women I am with are very comfortable with me in right. the bathroom. Well, fortunately, I'm not your daughter and my daughter is also not your daughter. <laughs> Boom. You see, that's the thing. They can always say, okay, well, I'm comfortable with it. And, and my people that I'm with are comfortable with me being in the bathroom. And she said, well, I'm not comfortable with it. And my kids are not comfortable with this. Okay. And, and that's the thing. The problem with the NCAA is like, okay, well, like, why do we have to be so accommodating to Leah Thomas and these other transgender people that want to just dump on the rights of regular women? You know? So they could just go in there as a man and just put on a put on a wig, and now you can just walk into a woman's bathroom and handle your business in there, even though you're making other women uncomfortable. I mean, basically, what, what we need to do is just have some sort of like utilitary utilitary bathroom or alternate bathroom that has no sign on it that just says uh, whatever bathroom or has a the 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 pride flag on it, and you can go in there and do your business and all that kind of stuff. But see, they would still complain about that. They would still say like, "Hey, well, that's a." Uh, you're not being inclusive. You're discriminating against me that I can't use the other bathroom on which I identify with. You know, they would never be okay with that. That's because they're all narcissists. All right, let's watch the rest of this. And she, so would, she, feel, uh, 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 she would feel very uncomfortable. Uh, 
very uncomfortable. No, I. Right. No, you interrupted me. Excuse me. You interrupted me. I'm not here for a debate. Do you mind? Right. I would like to. I would ask you to please call off your dog. I beg your pardon. I'm asking you as a mother. I'm asking you as a mother. Do not use female spaces. And I'm very uncomfortable. It makes women and girls feel very uncomfortable. You are not. How dare you? As a mother, I am very. You never birthed your children. You are not a mother, Don. Wow, you see, look at the look on his face. Look at the look at the look right there. You see that? That is somebody that knows they're getting over. Okay, that is not real. And you saw what you got called out, or he got called out with the facts or whatever. He said, well, "Why don't you call your dog off?" And that's what happens. A lot of these times, when you have try to have debate with these people. And you try to argue facts and you want to bring some solid evidence and you're bringing real factual information to a discussion. They have to resort to ad hominem attacks because they don't have any reality to stand on. OK, they just expect you to just. Just. They expect you to get steamrolled by their position. And this lady, shout out to her on the blonde. I don't know who that is, but um, you can see the, the look. I mean, just look at the look on the, on the face here. They don't care. They know this whole thing is a sham, and they're getting away with it. So I'm glad to see that these feminist ladies are, uh, you know, standing up for what's right. And, uh, you know, and that's the end of the season, I believe, for the swimming thing for Leah Thomas. So hopefully we won't hear about this anymore. I had made a, a little comment to my wife about maybe, possibly, could this be a hoax? Maybe that Leah Thomas maybe is uh, doing all this, just trying to troll everybody. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be awesome if he just turned around and said, hey, guys, this was all just an experiment, and I just wanted to see what you guys were going to do, and you guys were idiots enough to actually go along with my whole thing and me swimming in this women's competition. But, I mean, hey, I could dream, right? <laughs> if that would have happened, I would be absolutely amazing after all the coverage that he's got and support from the quote-unquote LGBTQ alphabet mafia. But, hey, probably not going to be the case. Um, I'm going to get to this next video right here. That segment went kind of long. This is about a transgender indoctrination. It is a chilling truth. I saw the story on The Blaze, and then it kind of ties into the story here with uh, transgenderism and Leah Thomas. When you think about um, the gender dysphoria situation and you think about the other stories and the suicide rates and other videos that I've done in the past about this topic... It's amazing how they want to, when I say they, I mean like the establishment and like academia and especially like the nowadays, like the, just the, the public school system, especially in the blue states. They're trying to, they're trying to put through legislation that you have to call people certain pronouns. There was a story of the gentleman in Texas who had his son taken away because his mom wanted to get him hormone blockers. You know what I'm saying? And it was, I think he was like a preteen. So stories like that are becoming more and more frequent in the mainstream media and in mainstream America. And so if you are against these things, you are now labeled the bad guy because you're not quote unquote going with the status quo, even though you're the one on the side of science and you might want to, you know, have your, your child maybe see a psychologist or psychiatrist, or maybe they're just confused right now. And that's what, that was another big factor too. I forget which uh, stat that is, but I know it was, um, I think like the majority uh Rand Paul was talking about this with the under the uh, Rachel Levine confirmation hearing for the health secretary um that like I believe there's like uh, 80% or 90% of these people that experience gender dysphoria when they're kids they kind of grow out of it by the time they turn to adolescent you know 
And the only reason why they're even knowing about this, and you see the the, the massive spike in numbers from these kids nowadays, is because of the mainstream attention and and the affirmation on social media. Sixty Minutes did that great special on that like months ago, and again, I have a video on that as well about just how like you know they get affirmed or they they might have a certain feeling or you know it, it's it's awkward to be a kid, you know, especially in today's social media realm with Instagram and filters and everybody's kind of. You know, uh, since the beginning of time, teenage girls have been, you know, worried about their body and how they look. You know, young boys are worried about confidence and masculinity and things like that. We all have different levels of masculinity. Women have different levels of femininity, you know what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean that automatically that you need to go start getting hormone blockers. And a lot of times when these people go into the go to talk to these people at school, the teachers are trying to affirm them instead of getting to the bottom of the problem, which might be something else. So they want to even say, well, I'm not going to even tell your teacher. I'm not even going to tell your parents. We have to protect you from your parents. Your parents are intolerant because your parents might be Christian or Catholic. And if you talk about God, that's considered evil and, and not being tolerant. Again, this is a product of academia. Check out my kids under attack part three video that I did like a week ago, but I digress. So this particular story here is uh, is a really really sad illustration of this this happening in real time. Now this lady is uh, out here in California. Her name is Abigail Martinez, and uh, you know she uh, had a daughter that committed suicide because uh, because of the same thing, this indoctrination out of her own school. And uh, she's a Catholic lady from El Salvador, and uh, she has family and stuff. But I want to get into the video here a little bit. Let me read a little bit. And I kind of cleared it up. Uh, excuse me. I queued it up to a certain point where she just talks about the end part. But I'm just going to read a little bit of what's going on and who the lady is to give you some background. So a California mother is speaking out against the government of Los Angeles County, which she claims encouraged her daughter to identify as a male, sign up for transgender treatments, and be put in foster care instead of her mom's house. You see, um, the grieving mother asserts that her daughter's L.A. County school didn't properly treat her depression, which ultimately may have contributed to her committing suicide. Abigail Martinez immigrated from the U.S. from El Salvador at 18. She's now 53, has four children, including uh, Yaeli Martinez. Of her three daughters, Yaeli was the girly one in the house, and she loved to dress up as a princess and talk to the talking about the boy she liked in preschool, etc. cetera. Uh, however, uh, she was bullied in middle school over her looks, you see. And by eighth grade, she began showing signs of depression, according to her mother, around the age of 15 or 16. She started questioning her sexuality, you see, because this is when they already start getting into you. This is a natural development of kids in school, man. There's going to be bullies. There's going to be, you know, mean girls, right? There's going to be athletic boys. There's going to be bully guys. There's going to be nerdy, weak kids. I mean, this is just a part of growing up. This is life. But that does not mean, as unfortunate as that may be on whatever side of that spectrum, if you're on that lower ring of the high school hierarchy, it doesn't mean that you have to necessarily go get a sex change. Why is, why is that where your mind goes to? That's not... That's not logical for to say that a girl that's been girly her whole life, all of a sudden now, because she's having uh, issues with her, how her body looks now, all of a sudden means she has questions about her sexuality. 
So uh, Martinez painfully recounted her daughter's situation when she started high school, and uh, that's all here on this video. And the school counselor was involved. Department of Children and Family Services was involved. LGBT was in there, too, trying to help my daughter uh, on the transition of being transgender, Martinez explained. I was accused that I didn't want to open my eyes since she felt uh, since she was a little girl that she was a boy, which was not true. I mean, that's what I'm saying, though. You know, like 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 these people in these organizations, in these uh, LGBTQ movements and the family services that are now all, again, coming out of academia with the same you know, quote unquote, education or indoctrination about what it is and these gender studies and stuff. They, they, they knew this girl for literally minutes and they want to tell the mom of the girl that they have a better idea of who her daughter is than the own mom of the daughter. Okay. And, 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 you know, and it's getting to a point where they're going to start like wanting to take children away. And in this case, it actually happened. They actually take, they took her daughter away from her. Uh, as the Daily Mail reported, uh, Yelly was allegedly told by her trans peers that the only way she could get transgender surgery paid for by the state is if that she was in foster care. Martinez claims that Yelly's trans friends, quote, coached her to tell her social workers that she was abused so that the state would pay for her gender reassignment surgery. And this is, again, the inclusivity, look at me. Everybody wants to have a hearty approval, like I read the other day in Romans 1, verse 32. You know, they want to, everybody's always affirming, the doctors, the psychologists, the friends in these movements, even though a lot of them are miserable. And again, and the suicide, the suicide numbers for the people that have these gender reassignment issues and the, the, the hormone blockers and the chemical castrations have a higher um, tendency for suicide later in life. So that's not the problem. Changing your outer body ends up not being the problem when, when again, like Rand Paul said in the, in the Rachel Levine um, confirmation hearing that they grow out of it by the time they get past adolescence, you know? <clears throat> um, so she had said that her mom slapped her and then they took her away and she, and she ran away. Martinez, uh, empathetically denied the accusations. I never was abusive to my children. I love my children. I never slapped her, but she was coached by this family. What to tell the authorities so they cannot send her back home with me. That's so messed up, man. Uh, Los Angeles family court judge ruled that Yelly would be placed in foster care. And the mother would only be allowed to have brief and monitored visits. Despite the ruling, Martinez was still able to keep custody of her other three children and could continue to work as a nanny. Um, and so they ended up still having a pretty good relationship. They were writing each other. I guess she started kind of coming around. I think her daughter probably started feeling bad. Uh, but I just want to play this little clip here where they start talking about God. Because they told her that... Um, she was not allowed to talk about God to her own daughter. So she would only get an hour a day to visit with her daughter here. And uh, if she did, she wouldn't be able to talk about God during that time. They would take a time away. I'm telling you, man, these people are evil. Welcome to protecting. Uh, hang on a second. Let me get it to the point here. I lost my cue. It was 36 minutes here. Uh, right here. 
She's gonna play a little bit of the clip. Thing. What I've really hurt me the most, that they told, I was told not to talk about God to my dad. You cannot keep talking about God to with your daughter. If you, I when they took it away, I have one hour per week to visit with my daughter with someone right there. So I won't talk about God. I won't tell her to come back home. I and you know before I went to her, I used to say, "Okay, remember what you can talk and what you cannot talk with your daughter." And I go like, "Is my daughter?" Mm -hmm. And you cannot tell me not to talk about God because they grew up in church. Amen. We know the values, so you cannot tell me that. Oh, but if you do, you know that hour is gonna go to zero. You're not going to be able to see because that's going to make her feel uncomfortable. It's going to make him uncomfortable. And he's going to, he's in danger to commit suicide. He is anyways, I told him. Um, so that's when everything uh, was going, you know, the wrong way. So I noticed that the depression, the face, the look of my daughter was changing. Her voice, it really broke my heart because I said, I wish, you know, that little thing is gonna make her happy. I remember that the first uh, psychologist that she had at the group home because she was sent to a group home, asked her daily this question, daily. Or Andrew, if I, if I look at this pencil, and if this pencil were magic, and you want to be a boy and all look yourself as a boy, and she say yes, uh, if I just say a couple words on this pencil, and you change everything, and you look like you transform yourself, that pencil can transform yourself into a boy, will you be happy? And he told me she just looked down and told him her answer was like a minute after she was thinking and thinking. And she said, the truth, I don't know. I don't really know. Man, I'm just going to leave it there because that's a pretty long video. But man, the result of all this stuff, as I've said before, and again, this is nothing new at all. This is all in the Bible. They, they, they're trying to get God out of your life. A perfect example of it right there. When, when they admitted of not having God in their life, she saw the difference between uh, and the change in, in her daughter. And even though she was already taking hormone blockers and puberty blockers and stuff like that, they realized, and I think her daughter at that point probably realized, oh, dang, you know, this isn't really the answer. I think I made a mistake. But now a little girl that's probably realizes that she made a mistake is already physically changing because of this, this, this evil that these people are injecting into her and these medical treatments. Now she realizes that, that well, now she's doubly messed up because how are you going to go and reverse that? Her voice is already changing as her mom had said, you know, the weight 
of probably growing up in the church and then understanding like, you know, what you're doing to yourself. And, and then your mom can't, I mean, see what I'm saying? They can, so like, just, just think about how insane and asinine the whole premise of this is. It's like, we're not going to give him, we're not going to give this person like psychiatric help. That was another point that wasn't actually in that video, but she, there was a, there was a portion where she talks about how she wanted to get uh, another psych evaluation done um, before they, they ruled on this whole transgender um, reassignment stuff and started to going ahead with the procedures. And the judge said, no, no, because they want to, they want to make the, the girl feel good or whatever. Okay. So, so they don't really want, to look at other avenues that might be advantageous to her sanity, but they're willing to go ahead with these extreme measures like hormone blockers and, 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 and mastectomy, you know what I'm saying? And that's okay. That's the first thing you go to. Oh, well you're, you're unhappy with it. Let's just, let's cut your breast off. Right. But but let's not talk spirituality. Let's not get to the root of the problem. Let's not talk about what's in your heart. Let's not talk about the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's not do that. If you do that, no, yeah, we're going to take your kid away if you do that. You're not going to have any time with your kid if you do that because that's that's intolerant. It's backwards. It's backwards. This This whole agenda from the transgender movement and the alphabet mafia it's nothing more than a ploy of Satan, period. Okay. That's a, that's again, that's kind of an anecdotal example, but this is something that goes on all the time. You're not hearing this on the news. You know, how many like really, really happy people do you know? Do you see like uh long old transgender people? Why are all these kids committing suicide and why, and why are, are, are the, is there this big jump in statistical suicides for these people and just people that want to transition in general? Again, because the mainstream and the, and the public school education system are normalizing this thing as something that is common. And it's not. It's called being a kid. It's called being a teenager. It's called living life. These are things that happen to all of us. We have to deal with certain things. And it's not always easy. Life's not easy. And all they end up doing is making it more difficult for these kids that are already confused by affirming this stuff and they don't even know what they want. You saw her say that she doesn't even know what she wanted to do. I wanted to be, if she had a magic wand, what would you want to do? I don't know. <laughs> How could she know she's 16 years old? And so she goes and ends up going to a, uh, laying down in front of a train and killing herself. And what are the repercussions for these people and the LGBT community and this child services? Are they held responsible for any of this? No. Oh, well, let's just, let's go move on to the next one. Let's go find another one that we can groom. It's ridiculous, man. Um, so God bless that mom, man. Uh, I know she's going through a lot. I hope that, uh, I think this was kind of an old, older story, but she's out here trying to advocate against the indoctrination of our children here in California, man. And I think we need more of that. And uh shout out to her and her family, man. God bless them. I hope they uh do better and just, and just know, man, take your kids out of school because this is what they're doing here. This is a per another perfect example of what they do in the public education system, especially here in the blue States. So get your kids out of school. Uh Man, I'm already going along here. Um, 
you know what? Just for today, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do one or two more here. I'm gonna skip some stuff that I had here just for the sake of time. <clears throat> um, I want to talk about this story here from ESPN. How the announcers. Uh, yeah, this story here is from ESPN, uh, who, if you've watched pro one seven, you know, that I've done several segments about the don't say yay bill. It's still, it's still hitting them the news almost every day now. And I did my video originally about the don't say gay bill, which is actually the parental rights and education bill. I think that was done in like early February. It's now what March 21st. So when the, when the whole thing first started coming out, I was already all over this story. And how they were going to be like lying about what they were going to be talking about. And I said, when the when it comes out into the mainstream and you start seeing people talk all this nonsense about the gayness and stuff and how that's going to be homophobic and all that, make sure you go back and reference my video and it's going to show you the real. So now many other conservative pundits and talking heads have also been on the same point that I've said is that, look, it, it, it's all about parental rights. We don't want our children from kindergarten to third grade, which really should be K through 12, man. Let's keep it 100. It shouldn't be for anybody in, in elementary school, all the way up to high school. This should be a college and up uh, kind of thing. But they don't believe that you as a parent are able to raise your children properly, just like you saw in the last segment there. So they're trying to say that it's homophobic or, or transphobic that that and, and it's a detriment to the LGBTQ alphabet community that teachers cannot indoctrinate and talk to your kids about sexuality and gender issues in kindergarten to third grade. Well, the straight face are actually really, really saying that. OK, and so you had uh, the Disney in Florida CEO was uh, getting pressured by his staff. You know, hey, you better uh, you better put some heat on Ron DeSantis not to sign that bill. He's going to sign the bill. Trust. You better put heat on Ron DeSantis not to sign that because, you know, or else we're going to walk out. He's getting all this pressure. But like, dude, nobody even read the bill or or maybe they did read the bill and maybe they're just degenerates. And I'm telling you, man, this is just like the Loudoun County, Virginia issue with the uh, with the lady uh, with the with the with the kid that got that raped the other girl in the Loudoun County bathroom months ago, that was a transgender cross-dresser or whatever he was, right? Parents, it doesn't matter how blue your state is, man. You start messing with our kids, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. So you Democrats that and leftist people and you legislators, man, out there, you want to keep doing this? You want to keep pressing this, this, this protest? Talking about how you are actually wanting to go ahead and like indoctrinate kids from kindergarten to third grade. You think that it's appropriate for, for teachers without parental consent, mind you, no parental consent that's in the bill. So they want to quietly sneak around and teach your kid about being the opposite sex and talk about sex in general at all. That's just, this is, it's absolutely asinine that they want to do that. And they want to take them away from you because you are an oppressive, God-fearing person that's pressing God on them. You're teaching them about hateful Christ. And they feel like they have the moral superiority and the high ground on you by, you know, taking little Becky in second grade to the office and start talking to her about or her about her sexuality and getting her groomed up for hormone blockers. That's where we're at. So... With all that being said, with Disney, which is also owns 
ESPN, they end up saying on uh, you had a couple of different broadcasters on the women's college basketball tournaments that are talking about how, hey, we're going to protest against this bill. Again, this is not even new. I could understand that this was like something when the bill first came out and people didn't understand what was in the legislation. We already been knowing, man, this is already like a month old. And with the straight face, they try to go on mainstream television because ESPN is obviously a mainstream television network, mainstream sports channel, and everybody's watching this Marsh Madness tournament. I mean, really, well, you know, it was the, it was the women's basketball tournament. There's not really a lot of people watching that, but still, you know, they go on there and this is what they say. I want you to watch this video here. Let me pull up the article. It's going to show how ESPN is just a straight fraud. And uh, it's just like the NBA and all of them. They're all ran by China. And it's so funny, man. China is like laughing at us, man. They are laughing hard at us. So they're over there trying to make their men stronger and masculinity and all that, building up their army, building up their families, building up their traditional nuclear families. And they're over here passing this stuff up on us. And we, we, we have like a transgender people in the military. We got a transgender health secretary. <laughs> and you got people on ESPN and ABC here that are with a straight face championing this bill that wants to groom your kids, take your kids behind your back, no parental consent to talk to them about sexuality. It's, it's not even about being gay. This is even if it's heterosexual. You know what I'm saying? I don't even want your little kid to be talked to if they were a heterosexual. Okay? I don't want you talking to my kid about heterosexual sex either. You know? But they would have made it like, oh, well, you're oppressing LGBTQ. No, man, I'm against pedophilia. I'm, I'm against you sickos talking about sex at all to my kids, period. Why is this a hard concept to grasp? It's not. So they're going to be in, a, in for a real rude awakening, man. I swear. So ESPN announcers take a moment of silence and protest of this so-called don't say gay bill. <laughs> Friday, multiple ESPN employees use their platform to protest Florida's Parental Rights in Education Bill. That's the name of the bill, by the way. Those who oppose the legislation refer to it as a don't say gay bill. Mm -hmm. At the start of the second half between South Carolina and Howard in the first round, the women's NCAA tournament announcers Carol, Caroline Peck and Courtney Lyle announced a moment of silence and protest of the bill. Normally at this time, oh, okay, I'm just going to play it for you. I'm not going to read what they said. Let's watch it for yourself. Look at this ridiculousness here. Check it out. Courtney Lyle. Carolyn Peck. Now, normally at this time, we would take a look back at the first half, but there are things bigger than basketball that need to be addressed at this time. Our friends, our family, our co-workers, the players and coaches in our community are hurting right now. And at 3 o'clock, about eight minutes ago, our LGBTQIA plus teammates at Disney asked for our solidarity and support, including our company's support, in opposition to the parental rights in education bill in the state of Florida <laughs> and similar legislation hold on, hold on, let's pause across that. the United States. Did you, did you hear what she said there? So they're not even lying about it now. She didn't even say don't say yay, Bill. She said she wants to stand up against the legislation for the what? For the parental rights and education bill to stand with them in solidarity against parental rights and education. She just said that. Hold on, let's play it again, just in case you missed that. I got to hear that again, because I missed that when I was getting this ready. Listen. Florida and similar legislature across the United States. ...to the parental rights and education bill in the state of Florida and similar legislature across the United States. And a threat to any 
human rights is a threat to all human rights. And at this time, Courtney and I, we're gonna take a pause from our broadcast to show our love and support for our friends, our families, and our colleagues. So they go on to have a moment of silence. Um, as if that is what they're really trying to protest against was the human rights violations. You're violating human rights by talking to my kid about sex, dude. These people are fraud. So it's like you're either ignorant, you're either ignorant to the facts, which at this point you're a grown-ass adult. These are grown adult commentators on a major news network. So you have no excuse for being ignorant about the legislation and what's in the bill. So you are in error there, or you're an evil, lying pedophile, POS. Either way, it's unacceptable. There's another video from that, too, that I want to play uh, regarding the same thing. There's another person here that says the same ridiculous talking point. This is uh, ESPN Ellie Duncan. Same thing. And uh, here's Bobby Barak. Shout out to him on Twitter. His uh, caption says, here's ESPN's Ellie Duncan getting very upset that teachers can't talk to very young children about sex and gender identity. Clown roll, man. Legislation happening in Florida and across other states as well that are targeting our LGBTQI plus communities. No, they're not. Many of our colleagues here at ESPN have planned and organized a walkout that will be happening at 3 p.m. Eastern today. And to be honest with you, why don't you go ahead and walk out? Why don't you go ahead and walk out and have somebody interview him? Where is the journalist? Where's the real journalist at? Somebody go over there to the walkout when they're walking out. Oh, you're protesting this. Oh, so you want to talk to kindergartners and third graders? Put the mic on their face and like, you know, what are they going to say? But they're not doing that. And where's the Republican Party in all this? How come I haven't heard anything in, in legislation regarding this issue? Nobody's talking about it on the mainstream. That's what I'm saying, man. This, this uniparty situation with the Ukraine war and also with these with these transgender bills. There's an equity bill, which I'm going to talk about probably this week, where they're trying to make it illegal for you to use somebody's pronoun the wrong way, or you could be liable for like fines or jail time now. This is ridiculous. We thought we were going to come here today and really celebrate a sport that has meant so much and done so much, including for so many in the LGBTQIA plus communities. But we understand the gravity of this legislation and also how it is affecting so many families across this country. And because of that, our allyship is going to take a front seat. And with that, we're going to pause in solidarity. Her allyship with the pedophiles, her allyship with the reprobate people that want to talk to your kid that's from kindergarten to third grade without parents' parental consent. I cannot stress this hard enough that you guys must be informed about this, this kind of legislation. You need to be informed about the people that are fighting against it. Okay? This is ESPN, the number one name in sports. We need to stop supporting them. And you know what? Honestly, like this is the first year that I haven't really had a interest in the March Madness tournaments. Just with the sports where I'm getting so woke, and I've just been involved with other projects and things like that. So I haven't really had an interest in the March Madness tournament like I usually do. I don't even know who's on the teams or whatever. 
But nonetheless, I mean, I guess that's the audience who's probably watching this particular blowout of South Carolina against Howard. It was 44 to 4 at halftime, right? I mean, that's absolute uh, butt whooping, but, but still, like, they do not deal with, like, reality and facts. They're trying to pull on your emotional heartstrings. They're talking about solidarity. What about the solidarity of the lady that I played play in the last segment, Mrs. Mrs. Martinez, who had her family ripped apart by these LGBTQ uh, uh, predators that snatched up her daughter from her from her God-fearing household, and she ended up killing herself after she tried to start to transition after she realized she made a mistake. Where, where, where's the solidarity and where's the allyship for people like that? It's not there. Anyway, man, I I had a few more stories here to talk about, but uh, for the sake of time, I'm gonna. Probably save that for tomorrow, the next segment. So um, I want to thank everybody for watching Pro 1.7. Please make sure you check out Pro17.com slash merch. I got the new stuff up right here. Got some new looks. Pro 17. Uh Circle Cross right here. I got some other new styles. I'm gonna be putting up some more stuff right now. But uh thanks for watching the video. Always remember the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. God bless them out. <laughs>